we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. This is your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. I have done the show now over a year, so I hope you guys have gained some tools, some knowledge um, in your emotional healing process to know that you can be better, you can attract better, you can restore relationships, right? Opportunities just by adding the knowledge, adding the wisdom to your life and praying and thanking God for the people he sent in your life, right? For his word, for him being with you, right? For him letting you know that you can change and you can be better, right? Or you can have better. And it's only a, a, a few of us, right? That will step out on faith and believe change is possible or that we can dream big or that we don't have to be like everyone else or doing what everyone else is doing, right? We can all be different, but we are all the same, right? We are all on the same journey of life and it's same boat of life and sometimes we are all on different paths of growing right so it don't matter if you're on your first step or your 10th step in emotional healing you still want to congratulate yourself and be proud of yourself for even stepping out on faith to work on the tools and knowledge you need to add in your life to better your experiences your relationships and anything God has called you to or put you in so Today's show will be on manipulation. Now, manipulation is learned and sometimes unintentional, right? Just by whatever background we grew up in, whatever circle we're around, right? We tend to what what mimic one another, right? Sometimes we, we see something and we like something, don't mean it's right, right? But sometimes we just fall into the habit of doing different things just because that's a normal for you to see, right? But once you get in the word of God, once you get around tools on healing or knowledge on being better, right? You see that some of your ways, right, just wasn't right, right? And that's what I'm doing this show for, right? Not to bash anyone, but just to bring out the ugly truth so we can understand how different personalities, which is narcissistic and toxic personalities, not only affect us, right? But it affects other people. And if we want joy, if we want good things to happen in our life, right? We have to focus on doing things the right way, working on our emotions, right? Working on our hearts, working on being better people. And that's why I'm doing this show. So today's show will be on the four stages of manipulation. Sometimes, like I said, we may operate in it intentionally or unintentionally, but we do know those of narcissistic and toxic personalities, they operate in it, right? Um, on a regular basis. And it, it, it may just be because, like I said, whatever environment they grew up in, whatever circle they're in, whatever people they're around, right? And not drawing close to God, not getting the knowledge, not adding the tools in their life that they need to try to get things a healthy in a positive way so we can keep our blessings. So like I said, we all fall in that area, but just to be more equipped and knowledgeable on what manipulation is, the different stages of manipulations and how 
how we end up falling in, in the same repeated patterns or in wrong relationships, right? Because we wasn't looking out for the signs or because somebody fed to our what emotional state at the time now we didn't drew close to them right and, and they may not be the right people or or for you to draw close to for you know healing right because some people they just use manipulation to gain control over you so i'll be speaking about that later in today's show but i will be speaking on the four stages of manipulation how we can heal from being what manipulative also is well right i'm gonna talk about the stages but there is tools to heal from being that type of way or recognizing that you are being manipulated, right? You can heal from that and you can work on that. We all need to work on something, right? And like I said, we all either have been a victim of manipulation or have operated in it at one time, another in our life with the spirit going around, like I said, of narcissistic and toxic. We all have been damaged and affected by this, this spirit in our nation, right? And like like I said, whoever you're around, you you can't help but to develop their ways, right? It takes a strong person or a person who's working on themselves to know that something is not right. Somebody who's staying close to God to know what what is right, true, just, and fair. Like I did a video on my social media, right? We want to operate and doing things that's true, just, and fair toward everyone, not just for self. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on manipulation and the four stages. After that, I will be speaking on how we can heal from being manipulative, right? Manipulative people and considering other people's and doing what's just right and fair in all of our lives, right? For every circumstance, any situation that we get in and not just going off our feelings because our feelings lead us astray sometimes, right? And we mess up opportunities, relationships, and things just reacting off our feelings instead of looking at the bigger picture, right? Or considering other people or considering what was brought across your attention. So God bless and stay tuned. So the song says that mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see it. That wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to explain what 
manipulation is, right? Some of the signs that you can recognize in yourself are others who are being manipulative and also ways that we can change it, right? How we can work on being manipulative to doing what's right, just, and fair. I also will be giving you guys a little Bible info on one of the people that was very manipulative, right? But God changed his name to the righteous deceiver. For my Bible readers, you guys should know who that is. But later in the show, I will get to that, right? So that does, that just goes to show, right? God forgives us, right? Once we come to him and acknowledge that we need forgiveness and that we have to work on our ways. And we start adding biblical tools and just knowledge that God has given us through different people, through different resources to our life. Now, I always tell you guys, healing is not an overnight process, right? And sometimes you will fall back into wrong ways, wrong thoughts, but it's about picking yourself back up again and believing that you can heal, right? You can become better. You can um, help your relationships, your opportunities. You have something to sow that's good in anybody's life, right? No matter what you have done, right? As you start working on changing your negative ways to positive ways, good things start to happen. And it makes you feel better about yourself, right? Because when you are being manipulative, right? It's something that you have to hide, right? Or you really don't want nobody to know because whatever is going on in your mind, right? Because we do know people uh, become manipulative for different reasons, right? People can reject them. People can treat them bad, right? They feel like they don't fit in. And we have to accept ourselves whether people like us or not, right? If you know that your heart is pure, your intentions are pure, not saying that you don't have flaws, right? And things you have to work on, but you're not coming to bring or add trouble in nobody's circumstances. Maybe you just do things different, right? Or maybe you look different, right? And so that's what caused a lot of people to fall off the mark of being themselves because they want to fit in and be liked by others who really need an open mind their self, right? Or a heart surgery they self from God. But long as we're learning the tools and just realizing the things we need to work on and add in our life to better our relationships and better just different opportunities and be in right standing with God because we know we should look up to the hills from where our help comes from. It comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So again, let's get back to the subject, which is manipulation. So I'm going to give you guys the definition of manipulation, right? And emotional manipulation. So manipulation is when a person uses controlling and harmful behaviors to avoid responsibility, conceal their true intentions, or cause doubt and confusion in others' lives. Manipulated tactics such as gaslighting, lying, blaming, criticizing, and shaming others can be incredibly damaging to a person's emotional well-being. So this is why we have to heal from this and knowing that it does affect people, right? So um, the signs of being emotional manipulative includes a relationship high on drama and negativity right you know that um emotions rage high that's why i tell you guys we have to work on our feelings right because sometimes our feelings can lead us astray we think about only ourselves in certain situations or certain things or how it affect us right and not the other person we have to be fair toward everybody involved in whatever is going on right 
It has people constantly self-doubting themselves, people who are emotional maliciously use guilt trips to make people feel the shame for what? Maybe I did this for you. I done that for you and you can't do this for me, right? So it's always guilt tripping or reminding them of something they have done wrong when you see they're obviously trying to work on being better. We don't want to constantly throw up people past, right? It's not a life sentence, especially if you see them trying and working on their ways. Or they ignore your feelings and your needs, right? It's always about them. If you have a question, you have something that you have to say or 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 you're trying to add to the table, it's not as important as them. It's always a big I little you. And it shouldn't be like that, right? But that's only because they're dealing with insecurities and things. So once you start really realizing that, you know, or if you operate in that, you know that that's manipulative and it really hurts other people, right? And we have to come back to trying to be fair because when it's our time to fall or when it's our time to be need of help if we wasn't understanding if we wasn't loving if we didn't try to do what was just right and fair in a situation right we can't expect to get a helping hand right or somebody to be honest and fair with us so that's why when you're you're brought into the situations of difficulties or people going through something or you may not be going through it at the time, right? But if you offer a helping hand, even if it's advice, right, or or finances or something to help people out, right, and you did it with pure intentions, you did it just because it was the right thing to do, then you know your blessings are coming. And when your time of struggle or need for someone to be there for you, right, to come, God will send those people, right? But you have to know that when you try to be manipulative on purpose and, and, and just because it looked like you winning for a second, right, that your fall is sure to come. We do know the Bible tells us, right, pride comes before a great fall. But being humble, right, being understanding, being loving, that makes God lift you up. So... I wanted to give you all an example of a person who was very manipulative, but he became the righteous man of God. For my Bible readers, if you know him, it's Jacob. He had a twin brother, which is Esau, right? And Esau was supposed to get the birthright, the blessing, right? His father loved him and all these people loved him, right? But he was a skill hunter. That means he he used violence, right? To win a lot of wars. And his father liked that because his father was like that. But Jacob, he was quiet. And what does the commentary say that uh, they read the Bible? What quiet mean? That means he was humble. He was in the house. He was always humble. He was not a man of violence, but his mother loved him. And she even sought the Lord about both of her kids, right? She loved both of her kids, but she favored Jacob, the deceiver and Isaac, his father favored Esau, right? The violent man, because he won his wars through violence, right? Um, hunting people down, hunting deers down, always using violence. And his father just loved that. But Jacob, even though he was a deceiver, he became a deceiver, but that was only because his mom went to the Lord and the Lord told told her that her younger twin was going to rule over the older twin, right? Because we do know God is a God of love and peace. Now Esau, he was all about violence. He was doing like the worldly things, right? And he, the Bible says that he despised his birthright, right? Now when God give you a calling, God give you a, 
a position right instead of God want to see us happy and joyous for that position but sometimes and I'm not trying to bash or shame Esau right because sometimes when God put you in a certain position the people we see this with Moses in the Bible right the people come against you so hard right it makes you angry, right? And it's like, God, why did you bring me to these people? But God only puts you around people where he knows that he can use you, right? Where they need your light, where they need your help, where they need your strength, right? To display so they can believe in God, so they can believe in themselves. But sometimes when we're not looking at, at different circumstances or different things in the spiritual aspect, we look at the physical aspect and it's very hurtful, right? Because sometimes when God calls you to a certain position or a certain leadership or a certain family and you get attacked so viciously, viciously or people go against you so hardly and all you're trying to do is the right thing or happy of the gifts and talents that God gave you, right? Sometimes this is what manipulation does, right? It gives trips you and makes you wish and struggle with self-esteem issues like why do I got this talent right why do I have this why don't nobody like me so this is something I feel like Esau was going through right questioning himself and his ability so he despised his birthright because not only was he was showing his strength and the talent that God gave him right but he was also in lack so Jacob, his brother was cooking food and, and he wanted something to eat. And Jacob said, well, give me your birthright, right? That means, and the birthright in the Bible is the person who's going to get what? The double portion, the person who's going to inherit the land, the person who got favor rest on, right? And so sometimes God give us these tests, right? Not only sometimes because life get hard at times. We have good times, but we have hard times too, right? So not only was Esau questioning his talent, his ability and what God had called him to and the birthright God gave him, right? Not only was he going through that self-esteem issues, he also was going through um, lack at the time, right? He didn't have no food, but his brother had food. He probably had no money, but his brother had money. His brother was the humble one, but he was the one, what? Out in the public, everybody knew him. He was the one that won wars. He did this, but why am I lacking in my finances? Why am I lacking something to eat? Instead of trusting God and saying, and we all get angry, right? Sometimes we do question God when we go through some things that, like I said, we reap what we did not sow. But instead of looking at it in a spiritual aspect or just praying for the people or releasing those who have harmed us right and no matter how hard it is begging God to help me to forgive the wrongdoing Esau held on to that and it says that he despised his birthright right his favor from God so he sold his birthright to his brother for a bowl of stew for something to eat that day he said what is this stew gonna do me if I'm gonna die not trusting that you know, I don't know how God going to make a way, but I know God going to make sure I'm going to eat and I'm going to keep my favor from God, right? I'm going to keep doing the righteous thing. I'm going to keep showing my strength, whether nobody like it or people attacking me or not. I know I got God on my side. And if God is for us, who can be against us? But like I said, we all get off course. And sometimes we don't look in the spiritual aspect. We start looking at the physical realm at everything that's going wrong, what's coming up against us, right? But we don't want to sell our birthright, right? We want to hang on to Jesus. We want to hang on to God, no matter how hard it get, no matter what field he give you, because sometimes you can't get broken in whatever leadership position he gave you when 
people are on different journeys from you, right? When people thinking differently from you and you may feel like, man, I'm the only one that's trying to do the right thing or I'm or or trying to be understanding, but these people around me are not. Just look at it from a different sense, right? Maybe God put you there to show the example of somebody that's trying to do the right thing or somebody who is understanding or somebody who is loving, right? Whether you have lack or little, right? Learning to be content with whatever season you're in and know that God may let you bend, but he won't let you break. Esau didn't look at it like this. And his mother was very spiritual. She also always sought the Lord out, right? She even sought the Lord out on her kids calling. And God told her before it even happened, right? That Jacob was going to rule over Esau, but everybody calls Jacob the deceiver, but God had it already written in stone, right? Because he already knew how Esau was going to respond to the difficulties of life, to uh, how the people would come against him because of his talent or because of his favor on his life. And when he get in the hard circumstances, so God already knew this. So Jacob and Esau didn't know this. Anyway, Jacob the deceiver, right? He gave his brother the food for the birthright. So he took his brother birthright and everybody was mad, right? He he tricked his father. He dressed up like his brother when his father was getting ready to die. So his father can put the blessing on him. He got the blessing, but then he had to run away from the town, right? Because his brother wanted to kill him after that. Like you stole my blessing. You stole my favor, but he didn't know that it was already written by God because God already knew how he was going to act just like God know how we're going to act. But God give us grace every morning. His mercy is new, right? When we wake up to knowledge, when we wake up to wisdom, when we know that we have been manipulative and hurtful toward people, whether we apologize to them or not, we make it right with God, right? And we show God through our actions that we want to work on our ways, right? So the signs of being a manipulative person, right, is they know your weaknesses and how to exploit them, right? Jacob, like I was just speaking on, he knew that his brother's weakness was hunger. He was in lack at the time, but he had food, right? He had money. He had stuff. So he, he used his weakness against him just to get his favor, right? His birthright. So most manipulative people, they come in your life and you, you, and sometimes it's hard to detect, right? Because they come in as a helping hand, but they really come to find out what is your weakness so they can use it against you. And that's what Jacob did to his brother, right? They use all your insecurities against you. Just like I was just saying, if they know that you're struggling in certain areas, if you've been too vulnerable with the wrong people and they are manipulative, they're not doing it. They come in like a helping hand, right? But then they turn it against you. They constantly keep bringing it up. So you know that that person is being um, manipulative and they try to convince you to give up something that's important to you, right? Oh, you're not good enough for it. Oh, that person ain't good enough for you. But you, you, you have your own man, right? You just may go to them for information, but at the same time, they trying to convince you to leave something, right? And another sign is a abusive relationship. Like I was saying, like it's always drama. It's always negativity. You, you both can't compromise and come to a place of peace and rest, right? We all get angry. We all get upset. We all fail in that area, right? I'm not saying that we don't do that, right? But as you continue to grow, you start adding the knowledge and tools to your life. What can bring 
piece to this situation? How can we work on this together? How can we compromise so we can all get along, whether we're different, whether we, ha- we, you know, we have different views on life, right? But what can we compromise to bring peace to a situation? So a sign that God is with you and is working through you is peace, right? When it's always drama, it's always negativity, it's always something going on, it's always something sneaky, it's always something that is not of God. And you want to come back and pray and you want to say, Lord, how can I make this work? But like I said, everybody is not going to be on your level of growth with you. And we have to be understanding to that too. But if you see a person trying, you see them trying to get it together, instead of bringing up their flaws and they, uh, and things that they failed in in the past or how they hurt you in the past or what they done in the past, congratulate them on what they, where they're at now in their life, how you see the growth, how you see them changing, how you see them taking steps toward change. We can all get rid of the manipulative things by trying to be controlling of other or having influence over other. People have their own mind. People can allow people to do what they want to do because the right people are going to come back to trying to do the right thing was just and fair towards you, not trying to make it a big eye and a little you. Like I said, we all have different lights. We all have different areas that God called us in. And sometimes we're called in the same area, but it's not a competition, right? It's I'm glad that God put this person around me, right? With these gifts or with this thing that can help me. I'm not trying to compete with them. I'm not trying to be manipulative of them. I'm not trying to learn their weaknesses so I can use it against them. That's not what I'm trying to do. And that's a sign of being manipulative. But like I said, if you have manipulative ways and we all have been manipulative or been abused by manipulation before, especially if you grew up in dysfunction or you're around a lot of manipulative people, because sometimes people use it for fame for power, right? Not thinking about nobody else, just how they can get their name out there. And that's okay if God gives you gives you power and fame, right? But that's not something you need to be seeking. You just want to be sold out to be a right and a fair person. And that's hard when you come from that, uh, that background. Like I said, it takes steps on doing it. That's why I gave you guys the example of Jacob and Esau. Now he deceived people his entire life, but it was already written for him to do that, right? And he had an encounter with God. This is what God had to come down himself and fight with Jacob, right? Because, and everybody say it was the angel of the Lord. Some people say it was the Lord himself, right? To call him out on his deceitful ways. But then after the Lord had to fight with him and break his hip, right? He knew the compassion and heart of God. And he knew this was not no regular person that I'm going up against because I always win my battles, right? But this person I lost to. So he said, you have to be different, right? Well, could you bless me? And God told him, yes, I'm going to bless you and change this name from Jacob, the deceiver to Israel. And that's what God is trying to do to all of us. Right. He know our story. He know our background. Some of us have been deceivers. Right. Some of us have been caught by uh, a deceiving will. But if you go to God, right, if you start working on your ways and start learning the knowledge and adding the tools a little at a time in your life, God is willing to change your name from Jacob, the deceiver to Israel as well. So God bless and stay tuned after this commercial break. I will be giving tips on um, how we can heal from emotional manipulation. 
Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walesa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far. And I hope you love my Bible teaching on Jacob and Esau, right? Jacob the deceiver who became the righteous man of God, Israel. And that's who God is trying to change all our names to, which is Israel, right? The people of God, because the people of God, we are loving, we are kind, we are understanding. We are there to help others and help them get back on the right track, right? We're there to offer a helping hand, not to criticize them, not to judge them, not to beat them down even further, right? So this is how this spirit of manipulation, narcissistic, and toxic abuse has just dominated our nation. And it's just not the right spirit to operate in because we have to realize that the Bible is true. What we, uh, reap we I mean what we sow we shall also reap right so if we are being negative and judgmental and criticizing all the time we should know when our hard time come right that's what we're gonna get that's what we're gonna reap because we didn't reap out love and understanding 
and compromising ways. We didn't give that out, right? We couldn't wait. We were quick to ju- jump down people's throat. We were quick to judge them. We were quick to laugh at their downfalls, right? And so you have to know that that comes back to you when you least suspect it. So why not want to have blessings come back to us, right? This is what waking up to wisdom, knowledge, and healing is, right? Because we go through so many setbacks. Some we caused, some we didn't cause, right? Just to find out why is all of this happening, right? Why can't I get a lucky break? Why is this thing happening, right? This is why not only in your emotional healing process do you seek out tools and knowledge and coaches and different people, you also seek out God, right? First person you seek out is God because he will let you know what has happened to you, what spirit has attached to you or other people, right? And how he will heal you and use what you've been through, right? To be a helping hand to other people, to be understanding to other people, right? Who may suffer or go through the same things. So before the commercial break, I was telling you guys, I was going to let you know how to heal from from being uh, emotionally manipulative, right? And the first thing we do, we know why people become manipulative, right? Because they struggle with self-esteem issues. No one knows what other people have went through. And to stop the generational curse, right, or stop the negativity, right, we have to do some inner work on ourselves, right, to be the difference for other people, right, to show them that, yeah, I'm understanding, I'm loving, I'm working on my ways. I can I can see where you're coming from and try to bring peace to situations, not more drama, not more negativity, right, because that doesn't help none of us out in the situation. So the first thing is working on your self-esteem. A lot of people who are manipulative, they have some insecurities they have to deal with. All of us have had insecurities, so we probably still do if you want to admit it or not. So working on your self-esteem is the first thing. And how do you work on your self-esteem? You identify and challenge your negative beliefs, right? So you got to know what is my triggers, you know, why is this triggering me, right? Because obviously, especially when you become manipulative, right? You've been through that so many different times, right? With a lot of negative things happening to you, right? You start believing the negative things people have said or done about you. And that's just not true, right? That's what God want to call us out of, right? So you have to identify what triggers you and what is your negative belief? Why do you think that you can't be better, right? Why do you think that things can't get better? Why do you think that you have to be negative in order for somebody to like you, right? Even if you're doing the right thing and no one else's is, you didn't woke up to knowledge, right? Eventually, the right people will start coming across your path who trying to wake up to knowledge and wisdom and healing and love as well, right? Then you want to identify not only the negative, you want to go to what is the positive things about yourself? What do you like about yourself? Surely you can find something positive about yourself. You know that you have some type of good perk on you, right? Because that is why even the negative people are around you, right? Something about you is some, you have some good ways. No, everybody is not born of evil, right? We all have good and evil ways in us, right? But the good is what we want to display and the good is what we want to work on so we can have better 
things happening in our life and in our family, right? So you identify your positive traits, right? And, and, and work on more of your positive traits than your negative things. And realize the negative things is a lie, right? Uh, planning in your mind by the enemy, right? Or by someone the enemy was using. Start thinking about the positive things that you like about yourself. Now, after that, you want to start building positive relationships, right? And avoiding the negative ones. Now, we can't help that. It's a, it's a lot of people in the world negative. Some in our family, some in our friends, some in our workplace, right? You don't want to look down on people. But at the same time, you want to put them in categories, right? You only can deal with certain people a, a certain amount of time because we do know spirits transfer, right? Like I said, we mimic one another. <laughs> whoever you around, right? You become like, right? You can't be the only positive one. And it's everybody in your circle is negative. It's not going to last long, right? Eventually you're going to start being negative as well. So you want to try to draw close to those positive relationships. One, the, the ones you feel at peace with, the ones that are telling you positive things. Now, there's nothing wrong with someone holding you accountable, right? We all need somebody to hold us accountable. Either if, if and if you don't have a, a accountability partner, God is the accountability partner, right? Because once you compare your life to the Bible, right, your whole mind get twisted, right? Because it's like, man, it's a lot I have to work on, but God going to tell you the truth, right? To bring that positive relationship. So you want to build on your positive, positive relationship more than the negative ones, right? And like I said, not judge your people, but just know they negative. Everybody is not going to want to change, heal, or grow. But you want to start surrounding yourself with more positive relationships. Also, you want to give yourself a break. It's nothing wrong with taking a break. It don't matter if you are high, you know, high leader in, in leadership field, or you a mom, right? A single mom, or you're a business owner, or you a student, right? Or you just work a job. If if you know that your body is draining, your energy is draining, and that you're being, you know, you're being fragile or irritable quickly, right? It's nothing wrong with taking a day or two, a week or two until you start feeling like yourself. And like I said, jobs are always going to be there. And I had to learn that too. Just like they got you there, they quick to replace you, whether you die or you live, right? So if you know that you need time, you need a day of rest, you need to get your attitude together, you need to work on your spirit, you need a break. It don't matter where you're needed at, right? Sometimes we just constantly show up and, and we drain in ourselves, right? I got to fill my own cup before I can be there to fill your cup. And it's nothing wrong with showing up, but sometimes you have to take a break a day or two, you know, or a week or two. Sometimes you need that break, right? Another way of emotional healing, so you can just come back to a peaceful state. Another way of emotional healing is set, setting boundaries, right? It's nothing wrong with saying no. I know a lot of people who are empathetic, right? Who are kind, who are considerate, who always thinks of others, right? They have a problem with saying no, and, and I'm probably one of them. I'm working on that myself, right? Anybody offer you to do something, ask you to do something, or, or, or being in need, you you're everywhere, right? But you got to work on yourself as well. There's nothing wrong with showing up when you can. Make that schedule. I can't do this all the time. I can't be always the go-to person, right? I can't always be the help. I can't always be doing everything 
in anything for everybody because no one is doing that for me or they won't put in the same effort for me. And that's good because that's between you and God, but only you know how much you can take. And people may not know what you're struggling with or all the things that you have and responsibilities. They just know that you're the one that's going to show up and it's good to be the one to show up, but only when you can. If you can't, if you don't feel like doing it right, practice saying no. No, I can't do that. No, I would love to, but no. It's nothing wrong with saying no. Improve your physical health. Now, I know even in this area, I struggle. I love junk food and stuff like that, too. But like I said, I'm adding my vitamins to my life. I'm starting to exercise a little bit. I'm um, walking a lot. So whatever uh, exercise moment or putting adding vegetables or whatever you're trying to do in your life, that will improve your physical health. Exercise and walking you know, trying to think positive, even in struggles, right? Lord, help me, right? Sorry, I, I am an overcomer. I can get through this. This things are going to get better, right? I'm working through this. I'm, I can do that, right? And another thing is take on challenges. What is taking on challenges? Stepping out on faith, getting out of your comfort zone, right? Now, one thing I can tell you, if you are a child of God, or if you have allowed the Lord to come in your life, God is going to push you out of your comfort zone, right? He only give us certain levels for a while. And once we get comfortable, we go into the next level. And sometimes stepping out of faith, stepping out on faith and, and taking on different challenges, things you think that you can't do, but you feel like you're drawn to it. That's probably the one thing that's going to help change your life and to help grow you, right? I remember God called me to a lot of different things. And I was thinking, I can't do that, Lord. Like, no, that's when I was dealing with, I, you know, who does this, uh, you know, who gonna help me but God like I told you to do it he kept putting it across my path so you'll know if it's from God right he gonna keep putting it across your path keep putting it on your mind keep putting it on your heart no matter how you try to avoid it God is saying yes I'm calling you to this next level right or this thing or this career or this family or this relationship right I'm gonna keep putting it on your heart until you do it right so you pursue it and don't worry about the details right you just do all you can do and give the rest over to me as long as you're doing it with what pure intentions and you're going in with an open mind and trying to help in any way you can that's just getting out stepping out on faith but when you're too scared to get out your comfort zone and you just staying where you at staying stuck and i, I don't want to change or i don't want to change environments or i don't want to go over here and this and that you will never know how that experience might change your life right so that's stepping out on faith another thing is respecting others right how we emotionally heal how we want people to respect us and, and and hear our boundaries and and respect us we have to do the same for other people it's not just uh, all about us right other people they want respect they want that love shown right they want somebody to be understanding they want somebody to be merciful to them as well just like we want that right if we want that from god and other people or people we find significant other people want that too so you have to think of that think enough people as you think of yourself right if I want this for myself, if I want love and light, if I want somebody to respect me, if I want somebody to be understanding toward me, I have to give that to another person, no matter how different they is, no matter how, you know, how we collide in, in, in our different opinions of another, it's about respecting that person. And the last thing I want to tell you guys how to emotionally heal, being able to listen to others, right? I'm not saying that 
everything you say or do or think is right. Like I said, it's okay to have an accountability partner, but if someone is constantly bringing up something they feel like that you are doing to disrespect them or hurt them feelings, being able to listen to where they're coming from, even if you think that you're not right, even if you think you make the right decision, but you have to learn to love people on their level, right? You have to learn, be able to meet people on their level, even if your way is is the righteous way, but you see someone struggling, you want to hear their struggles, right? You want to hear their what they're dealing with and not using it to be manipulative and, and bring it up later when y'all have a disagreement or an argument, right? Just understanding, okay, I see why they do certain things, right? Or why they've been around certain people, right? I'll listen to what you're saying. I'm not going to let you disrespect me or overstep my boundaries, but I'm going to try to be respectful and helpful and understanding to where you're at right now in your life. So this is the end of my show on emotional manipulation and how to heal from emotional manipulation. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Until the next time, Come back on two cent on my two cents. And again, if you need a life coach or you need to emotionally heal and you need some tools, I have a course on my a website that you can purchase or you can book me as a life coach. I also sell furniture, clothing, wigs, whatever you name. That's why it's called keepmedifferent.com. You're all in stock, one shop. And I'm also your biggest supporter on change because I am trying to change for the better and also working on my healing. God bless. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different.